What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are now tuned in to episode 17 of the In-Game Grind podcast, the only gaming podcast where we are not partaking in the NBA 2K21 demo, yet we can still hear the cries of disappointment from all over the country. Welcome back <laughs> to the show. I am your host, uh, Jason, and joined by or join joining me is my friend, my homie, the only person associated with this podcast that has a functioning version of Persona 4 Golden on PC. Chris, tell the people what's going on. I technically have two. You know what? Fuck you. Because uh, Jamie has a copy. <laughs> you know but what? Yes, that is me. Hello. Uh, hi. It's weird, dude, because <laughs> as we were talking about earlier, I was just looking at old shit. It's weird. Looking at my old face is weird. Bro, let I've it gotten go. older. I've gotten deeper, and voice-wise, like it's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> wow. It's weird, but you know what? Let's let's get into what we're talking about today. And well, um, first things first. Uh, you probably heard my frustration earlier, but uh, Atlas. Uh, Atlas and Sega, basically the companies that own the rights to the Persona slash Megami Tensei series, pretty much have shown me over the last year of really playing their games that they are the most unintentionally incompetent developer company I think I've ever encountered. Um, they like I thought Persona games were only on PlayStation because they were like we only want to put our games on PlayStation, but I kind of realized that it's because they've been oblivious to the fact that they've had hordes of people that desperately want to play their game, which was made evident when they put Persona 4 Golden on Steam back in uh, back on June 13th. And since then, it has actually been one of the biggest selling games on uh, Steam to the point where Atlas has come out and said, you know what? They are aggressively working on porting other Atlas uh, titles to the Switch or to Steam, and I can only imagine that this would mean other Persona games, uh, possibly the Catherine. Is the Catherine series already on Steam? I think the Catherine series is already on Steam. Okay, well maybe the Persona series, the Shin Megami Tensei series. Maybe Tokyo Mirage Session, 13 Sentinels. Maybe there is 13 Sentinels already on. Anyways, basically Atlas is porting over their other IPs because now they've finally got it through their thick fucking skulls that people want to play their games. And normally I would be ecstatic to hear that news. Normally. Normally. Unfortunately, the realization or the reality of the situation here is that if you go to Steam and you go to Persona 4 Golden and you look at the community tab, the very first first discussion tab is from Atlas West, which is a thread dedicated to bugs, uh, bugs with the game and potential fixes. And I will tell you as somebody who has lived and breathed in that thread for like bleh, last three weeks, three, four weeks, maybe like, yeah, the last month, let's just call it that the last month. Um, there's a lot of bugs Ain't too many fixes. This game, like, I don't know what it is with 2020 and Sega PC ports, but Fantasy Star Online 2 coming to PC, 
was one of the worst ports I've ever seen in my life, one of the worst launches I've ever seen in my life. And Persona 4 Golden ain't far behind it. If you look, people are having tons of different issues. Cutscenes with no audio, that's my specific issue. Um, game, uh, the game, or cutscenes with audio, but gameplay with no audio. Game crashing when you save, the game crashing at the cutscenes, cutscenes being buggy and being distorted. Um, the game crashing out of nowhere. Uh, the game not being able to progress past certain uh, levels and certain scenarios in the game. It's just a lot of shit fucked up with the game. And it's honestly inexcusable. This game is 12 years old. No, this game is eight years old. There's absolutely no reason whatsoever that an eight-year-old game's port to PC should be this it should be this poor. And if it is this poor, there should have been a mass update by now. The only support that I have seen is them putting out two hot fixes on Steam that you have to get beta codes for from the thread, downloading those and then hoping they fix your issue. And they and for me, they didn't. I know a few I've seen a few people in the thread it worked for them. A lot of other people in the thread, it did not work for them. There are also multiple other like self-help fixes that people have suggested and, you know, they didn't work. So naturally, the, ne the next thing I did was go to Sega themselves. I, I contacted Sega's, uh, Sega's customer support and they told me everything the community on Steam told me and it did not work. And when none of the things they suggested worked, they basically gave me what added up to, ah, maybe we'll patch it. And that pisses me off because I paid $20. I wanted to play this game so bad and I bought it for $20 and it doesn't work. I can't refund it because I've had the game too long because I didn't play it as soon as I bought it. I waited about a month before I played it because I was playing Persona 5. Decided to play that first. That being said, I'm pretty pissed off when I see them being so, I, I get so pissed off when I see them gloat about how great their sales are and how they are aggressively pushing to have more games put on Steam when you didn't even do a great job putting the first one out. Uh, Chris, what what do you think about this? Um, honestly, I'm really hoping that they kind of get their shit together because Atlas is too big of a company that's on too good of a, like, their ball is rolling so fast and so steady that it would be dumb for them not to, like, clear this up. Um, especially if the community is being so vocal about it, this is something that we all want because this is also going, this isn't just going to affect the P4 golden players. This is going to affect if they ever port personas one, two, and three, uh, the Shimigami Tensei games, persona five, P5 scramble, uh, Catherine full body. Uh, like this is gonna affect more than just this one game 
And if they can't fix this, it's going to make it or break it for the other games porting to PC in general. Especially with their with the article stating so heavily that they're like, yeah, we want to keep doing this. And it can't be just like a luck of the draw. It's like, all right, it looks like I got a pretty good download. Because that's just, you can't have half the, half the fan base enjoying the game. The other half is like, well, I want to, but it won't let me. And it's like, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure how vocal people are being because how much more direct can you be than a thread made by the official Atlas West support on Steam? Yeah. Like 300. Okay. So I'm looking at it right now, right? 308 pages. Pages. Not posts. Pages. 308 posts worth 4,000 and counting posts about shit not working that's inexcusable that is inexcusable like you cannot have a game function like this or rather not function like this and just be like yeah we did pretty fucking good let's just pour the other shits I I just I'm frustrated because it's a game I actually want to play And I think that is when I'm most frustrated over these things. Like, I'm frustrated over Anthem because I really enjoyed Anthem. I wanted it to be better. I was really, I was frustrated over Persona 4 Golden because I've been wanting, I've been low-key wanting to play the game for a while. But now that I actually have played Persona 5 and then turn around and play, and that's the worst thing. I was on such a Persona high when that came out because, like, December, November, December 2019, I was playing no, in November of 2019 I played uh, Persona 5 for the first time ever, but I only played it once because I was waiting on Royal Royal comes out in February, I don't pick it up till April, I play it in April Uh, I play it in April I played it like three times in a row, which took me about a month so at the end of May while I'm in the middle of one of my playthroughs um or not may my timeline's all fucked up yeah it is basically i'll put it like this i played persona 5 for the first time in 2019 since then persona 5 persona 5 royal uh and uh tokyo mirage session of all games that i have played and completed and loved every moment of it so obviously i would be excited to play another persona game and then i get hit with this does this does this affect how I feel about the other games? No. Does it affect the way I look at the people who make it a little? Does it make me worry for how they will handle things in the future to come? Absolutely. Uh, but Chris, do you, you got anything else to say on this matter? Mm, not really. I'm 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 worried, but I'm hoping they'll fix it. I'm, I'm praying that they'll fix it. Well, with that being said, we'll move on to our second topic of the day. Uh, this is actually kind of some breaking news. I actually got this notification uh, when I woke up, uh, courtesy of uh, the fine folks over at The Verge. Uh, it has basically been confirmed that next year, a new upgraded souped up version of the Switch 
we'll be we'll be uh, hitting the shelves. Nintendo has basically come out and said that they want to put out a Switch where the focus of an upgrade would be to be able to handle 4K resolution. <laughs> Chris, I'm going to let you go ahead, bro. So the bad thing is I knew about this. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently it was like a corporation came out and they were talking about a new switch model for 2021 um i'm gonna keep it a stack ain't no game on the switch right now i can think that needs 4k you don't want to play breath of the wild in 4k bruh i want to play breath of the wild i want to play 4k bro i want to play breath of the wild too i'm saying you don't want to play the breath of the wild i mean that's still gonna be on the switch I mean, you're not wrong, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't think I need to see uh, 4K resolution Mario nipples in Mario Odyssey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, needless to say, though, I, I'm not saying that I'm not excited um, because if it's running in 4K, that means it's going to have beefier hardware and I'm going to have less chugs because last night I was playing Kirby and it was a pretty intense boss fight and all four, oh, actually, I think there was... There were seven enemy or seven uh, AIs on the screen, all attacking at once. I was in handheld mode, and for a, like a little over thirty seconds, it was chugging and dropping frames because they were all big attacks. Damn. And um, so, I would love to have a uh, a switch with more horsepower. Uh, that'd be great. Um, my thing is, will the switch dock, because this has got to be a, it's got to be a better switch dock to be able to cycle that through. 100%. Um, can it have a, uh, can it have an ethernet port in the back? <laughs> you know, I want to stop you there. And, uh, cause you kind of getting into the point I wanted to make, uh, as- well, aside from the fact that most households are not ready for 4k in general um i i 4k televisions are not you know they're going down in price they are going Um, down but they're not the standard yeah they're not they're not like your regular flat screen lcds flat lcd Uh, 4k is still a delicacy It, it is not a uh it's not a standard feature like you you it's not like you remember when like touch screens were a delicacy and now buying a phone without a touch screen is like weird uh not unless you go to motorola <laughs> well, that, even their shit is touch screen now oh yeah damn but that's what i'm saying like it was like uh a computer a computer in with a tempered glass side panel in 2011 you were just big balling but in 2020, that's just every fucking case just has a tempered yeah. glass. You know, that that's how I see 4K. Like 4K isn't there yet. Um, 4K is not as accessible to the mass public as or to the general public to be a selling point on a console, mm-hmm. especially for a Nintendo Switch. Because, I mean, like you said, if it does run games in 4K, it's going to be docked. And if you care about 4K... Like me, somebody like me, I don't play my Switch much outside of the dock. I, I really don't. Like maybe once or twice a month when I'm in bed and I'm just playing a game. 
are just playing a game to fall asleep or something or maybe when i'm over i don't know why i'm trying to make up scenarios like i i really like the bottom line i don't play it much out of the switch or out of the dock rather excuse me <clears throat> but um a 4k switch to me would be interesting but i'm not sure i would trade in a switch to get a 4k no because no, um, um the switch no. that we have now is built on the nvidia tegra series chip it's system in chip basically it's a it is running on mo a mobile processor mobile processors have come a long way since the switch has released so think about it like this, Chris. You have the newest uh, note, right? Or the last yeah. newest note, right? Uh, yeah, the 10. Your phone can handle 4K. Yes. Your um, phone does not need to be in a dock to run 4K. No. So you could imagine what that processor souped up would be in a Switch. Mm -hmm. It makes all the sense in the world it would be able to run 4K or give you a 4K display. Now, granted... uh your phone was much more than $300, you know? Um, so I, I'm not sure how big of, I'm not sure how many people would be really excited to trade in their switch, especially oh, like that. to get a new beefed up switch, especially if they feel like it doesn't really bring much of an upgrade to how they use the switch. But what I will say is, if you're going to put out another switch, there are many other changes that need to be made besides 4K. And Chris, the reason I stopped Chris was because he already said my number one, make a switch dock with an integrated ethernet port. Anyone who is anyone knows, Nintendo has never been good at online. They have never been good at online. And this is coming from someone who played Fantasy Star Online on the GameCube. They have never been good with online. Uh, actually, here are all the things I would want from the Switch before I would want a new Switch. Regular USB-C polarity, so I don't have to worry about blowing my Switch up if I want to charge it elsewhere besides my dock. Yo, same. That would be fucking great if I could just charge my Switch without worrying about bricking it. Uh, number mm -hmm. three, really simple one. How about some themes? Yeah. Like, we are, what, three years into the Switch's life cycle, and the only themes that we still have to our name are black and white, light and dark? Yeah. Like, I don't see how you can look at something like the Nintendo DS, and you have things like the Grimoire DS for Persona Q, or the Pokeball DS, or the NES and SNES DS, or the Legend of Zelda Gold DS, and the the, the Skull Kid, Majora's Mask uh, DS, and all, the, you know, all the Animal Crossing DS. You have all these different ones. Now, to be fair, the back of a, the front of a DS was basically a blank canvas, so you could pretty much do whatever you want. There's not much real estate on a Switch to be creative. The whole fucking front is the screen. The whole back is kind of a canvas, but I mean, if you play your shit mainly docked, then you won't see no it point. in the first place. Then make other make docks, make docks, make Joy Cons, like. Shit, Please, I mean, do something. I'm, I'm so tired of every. I'm tired of going to places and everyone's switch looks the fucking same. 
or it's Japan exclusive. Or it's Japan exclusive because all we get is neon colors. We I mean, get, we, I got the um, I got the Smash Bros. one, and that had custom Joy Cons and a custom dock. Bro, the custom Joy Cons for the Smash one were just the regular gray ones with with some yeah. white lines. Let's keep yep, it a buck. Yeah, I'm not even I'm not even fighting you on that. But the dock <laughs> looks clean because it's got I mean, the original yeah, that's eight what on I mean it for the dock. Like the Smash Brothers dock looks clean. The Monster Hunter's double cross dock looks clean. What you've never seen the Monster Hunter double cross dock? It's because it didn't come to America. Oh, what about the Dragon Quest dog? <laughs> the one we never got because it didn't Cause come it to, to America. America? <laughs> oh, what about man. the Mario? What about the the Blood Red Mario Odyssey Joy Cons that did come to America if you import them from Japan? Dog, yeah. the only thing we got we got the Seattle Seahawks, uh, like the blue, the blue and green neon green Joy Cons. We got the we got else? the Splatoon ones, the yeah. purple and yellow. We got the neon yellow arms ones. We got the yeah, Halloween joints, the peanut butter and jelly we, ones. I think we got the the Wario and Waluigi ones. It was like a yellow and purple. I thought it was orange. I think. Was it? Yeah, it was orange. Know. Yeah, it was orange. Like there are a few colors, but it, a few. But it's still like, and I understand why there might not be as many Joy-Cons because it probably costs way more. It probably costs more to make a pair of Joy-Cons than it does to make a whole DS, honestly. Yeah. Actually, that's probably a reach. But, um... Well, with all the stuff that goes into it, because a DS didn't have a uh, an HD rumble. And that's or the thing, do we even sensor. use HD rumble? I can't think of many games where, like, I'm using the Joy-Cons... And I'm like, where's the rumble? Like, say, when's the last time you you uh you were playing a game and you were just like, damn, you know what would make this even better? Rumble. I'm so used to like controller vibrations for damage that anything extra is just not noticeable. Do you want to know the only thing, the only applicable thing I can think of uh HD rumble being useful for? Hmm. is either Animal Crossing or Fire Emblem Three Houses or any game where you fish to know when the fish bite. Ooh, that would be kind of cool. No, I mean, they do that. That's what it's for. Oh. They, they do that in Fire Emblem Three Houses, and they also do that in Animal Crossing. But um, that's huh. it. Well, that's lackluster. Like, if I get... If I get, like, hit in Fire Emblem, I can see that I'm getting hit. I don't need the switch to rumble. To let me yeah. know that I just got hit with an arrow, like my my the girl I was gonna marry just died in battle. Have some fucking respect. Oh shut up! <laughs> let me just fucking drag and pulse it back and <laughs> I'm going back in time. But uh, but yeah, man. Uh, also, how about a third party? How about some third party dock support? Like, there is one that looks like an N64. But I mean, like, yeah, that's but, it, and it's a third party, and it's still like you're rolling the dice if it breaks it. Exactly, because like there, like there was so many like weird gadgets I had for like Game Boys in like DSs throughout the years, and I never had to worry about any of them like bricking my system. Like I think that yeah. was the number one thing I hate about the Switch is like everything that's not proprietary first party nintendo shit is like it could kill your switch it's like i don't like that man like i i just hate how nintendo won't just like let people have fun with the switch like even with joy cons the only joy cons that work with the switch 
are ones that um they're either knockoffs or they're the ones that only work when they're connected like the ones that have a d-pad and whatnot mm-hmm. but uh the only third-party dock that actually works or that actually w- is confirmed not to break your switch is the mini one i forget the name of it i hear uh bob from bob wolf from the wolf den talk about it all the time but uh the only reason it works and will always work is because all it is is the motherboard and it's at, it's the all the innards and the guts of the nintendo switch of the, mm-hmm. the nintendo switch dock but you basically have to you basically are putting it into a smaller enclosure but you have to you have to re- take the risk of taking your dock apart and making the transplant yeah which i am not comfortable with doing <laughs> i still think one of the coolest ones i saw was a uh was a gamecube dock that is pretty cool and like they had kept they had hard they had wired it to where like when it docked into it the gamecube ports would work so you just hook up your your controllers directly back into the gamecube and that would work like normal yeah that's fucking clean i was like that's fucking sick why why can't we get this all the time you know another thing i'd be really down for is cloud storage available for all games yeah like i i don't understand why one of the biggest selling points of nintendo online is to have access to cloud storage yet not all games have access to cloud storage yeah and like when you see some of the games that don't have access to cloud storage you're like what like pokemon sword and shield does not have access to cloud storage animal crossing just got access to cloud storage i was just about to say so they just got it yeah that was like one of the new updates like like, maybe the last two updates Mm. but like i is there anything that would make you sell your switch and go get like a beefed up one no no because i like the way my switch looks too much Okay, well, what if it was, what if it was just the tablet? Mm, I don't know. Because like we did just it, make a, it, we we did make a whole episode talking about damn, I wish I didn't get Fairy Tale on the Switch. So <sighs> if you had a Switch that ran Fairy Tale the way we wanted it to be ran, do you think that would be worth it versus just aesthetic? I mean, yeah, because there's like every game. I would love to see a Switch, a beefed up Switch that can actually run Skyrim and The Witcher without chugging. You know, you put these high level AAA titles on this system that can't even run it. Like, why? Um, I can't really think of anything that would make me want to give up my current Switch. But I would like to get the beefy one just to see it have it and know that it can run it um but like i'm really trying to think there's not much that would make me just like that would just hardcore i gotta get it i can think of some things that would make me want it but i can't think of anything that would negate the duality of the switch because the duality of the switch is if you buy a game for the Switch that is available on other platforms, you know that it probably will not run as good as it will on other platforms. Yeah. But you also know that you're also going to have the option to play it portably. Anywhere. Exactly. Like, and that's kind um, of the trade-off you make. But the thing is, 
in a beefed up switch nine times out of 10, if you're gonna achieve 4K 60 FPS or whatever they wanna hit, you're going to have to be docked. So if yeah. you're taking away the one novelty of having a game on the switch versus the other platforms, you what's the point? Exactly. What's the point? And if if you are planning on making a brand new switch that will be able to hit those uh, hit those uh, marks in 4K and 60 FPS and whatnot on a handheld, it is I can't imagine that not demanding a pretty hefty price tag. I, I would also imagine that would need a bigger fan. It would probably be a bulkier system all around. And it's like, you know, do I trade my switch in for a brand new switch? Do I get a do I get the beefed up switch and pretty much only play it docked or do I just keep my regular switch? And honestly, I, I don't see too many scenarios where it would justify getting a new switch. Yeah. You know, I, I I could be wrong. Like, I mean, we we shall see. I'm I'm not saying I will not be paying attention to it, but like as it stands, I got a switch that works. Yeah, yeah, and that like honestly, um, I uh, I'm not gonna lie. There are certain Switch games, I've said this before, uh, there are certain Switch games that I've gotten and I regretted getting them on the Switch. Yeah. However, there are also games that I have on PlayStation 4 that I kind of would have preferred to play on the Switch. There are games on the PC that I... There are games that I could have gotten on the PC and chose to get them on the Switch and made the right decision. I will forever tell anyone, I, I think games like Octopath Traveler are yeah. and wonderful 101 are way more enjoyable on the switch than they are on the pc uh, i will say the same thing about dragon quest yeah um that is way more enjoyable on on the switch yeah and i uh, mean like the that is really the only critique people have of the switch is like the quality of games because it's like the games that are like, it, we, it's really only the games that aren't made for the switch it really is first the party. Ports. Exactly. Because like Mario Odyssey has no issue running on the Switch. None. Fire Emblem Three Houses has no issues running on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild has no issues running on the Switch. Astral Chain has no issues running on the Switch. Like there are a lot of games that look beautiful on the Nintendo Switch. It's just like some of these ports, uh, you know, just, just sometimes it's, just don't get it's, it done. It, yeah. And the thing is, it's not the game's fault. It's not the Switch's fault. It's just a game that you it's like if someone put um horizon zero dawn on the switch right it could run but it's not gonna run in better in comparison to the ps4 where it was made for and it's not gonna run anywhere near better than it is on the pc where it was optimized for and it's really and i think the key word you use there is optimized because people have to realize anytime you port a game to a system they are essentially treating that system or the way that uh, the switch works is they're essentially treating it like a mid low to mid tier gaming PC. So it's literally going to run the game comparable to what that system can uh, accommodate for. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, there are some uh, some really good ports on the switch that honestly run way better than anyone thought they would. Uh, for example, 
uh, Wolfenstein 2. I don't know if you've ever seen that game run on the Switch. It runs like butter. Now, it, it is kind of dumb that, you know, if you buy it physically, they'll give you a case with no game in it because Ubisoft is weird like that. Uh, but, but that being besides the point, uh, the games run, the game runs phenomenal. But um, one thing I think we do need to cover is the fact that um, a lot of games on uh, a lot of games on the Switch, like if you buy a physical game, a lot of times they have a little bit more elbow grease put into them, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, for example, uh, we just talked about how Persona 4 Gold doesn't work for a lot of people. I can 100% promise you if they put out Persona 4 Golden for the Switch, none of these issues will be there. I guarantee you, because it's a lot easier to push a game out on PC and just patch it than it is to have to like actually all right. Exactly. Put a go through Q&A, go through quality assurance. Put it on a uh, a cartridge and slam it into a uh, switch and force it to work. Because let me tell you what's more manageable. 4,000 people whose game doesn't work all in one thread on Steam where you can just release patches and hope it fixes their issues is easy, is much easier to handle than 4,000 people with physical copies of Persona 4 Golden that don't work. Yeah. So, that's refunds. Yeah, like I, I would love. I'm actually hoping Persona 4 Golden comes to the Switch because I would much prefer to play it there. But also because I hope that it's more likely to work there. But uh, but yeah, I guess uh, final final say. Uh, you you would not trade your Switch in. No, um, a beefed up Switch as. As much as I would like it to happen, mm-hmm. um, you know what? There's another thing I would like to come up with a beefed up switch. Give us a controller that come with it. Ooh, not the grip, yeah. not the grip, because yeah. there's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with the grip. I don't mind it, but I would have preferred an actual controller to come with it instead of the grip. Well, I mean, what controller like an, would come with it? Well, like, I would like a pro controller. But that's going to drive the price up even more. Pro yeah, controller is it's... $80. Yeah, and so are the Joy-Cons. Joy-Cons are... But you're buying two. Yeah, you're buying two, but you still have to pay 80 bucks. Yeah, but every Switch comes with Joy-Cons. Right, but I... I you're don't know. I just both. think... I am asking for both. That's just me. I would love it to come with like just another controller that's just me um i think i can't think i can't think of anything else i'd really want because i'm like i'm looking at my switch and i'm looking at the switch dock right now and i'm just like minus an ethernet port built in oh i got one how about some bluetooth audio uh, I would love to be able to hook some Bluetooth headphones up to my Switch without having to put a dongle in the USB-C type uh, USB-C port that I can't even use because I use a grip on my Switch. That would be great. 
What are you talking about? There's a headphone jack on the top. Also, I would really like some audio out on the Switch that is not like uh, USB-C or USB or HDMI. I would love like uh, some regular coaxial uh, outputs so mm. that you can put them into a dock or a DAC because I do game primarily on uh like I said, I do use it mainly on the dock, but I also made I also game mainly at my gaming setup, which is a desk. And I all of my audio runs through a DAC. So it would be nice if I could have like my switch audio going through a DAC so I can hear the switch and my Discord and maybe a YouTube video and all of that at the same time and control all that audio manually. But right now I have it going through a completely different speaker that is 100% for the switch and I would like that to not be a thing the switch only supports certain DAX I would like a much more uh, uh, uh I would on a list of supported DAX with a lot more parity and variety in them instead of the like 20 that it supports but uh that, you're, that's you're talking about it docked right yes okay oh, docked say, or undocked well, because I was like, undocked. It has a, it has a headphone jack on the top. Dog, but unless you're talking about like I an want, actual dog Bluetooth. Mm, okay. Bluetooth. The funny, you know what, you know what irritates me about that though, What's because, that? like, um, the PlayStation Four, um, the Xbox, the Switch, they all have Bluetooth capabilities because that's how they connect their controllers. Yeah. Why the fuck can I connect a Bluetooth headset? Proprietary. Companies yeah, like always that's... want to use a proprietary shit. Okay, that's cool. Give me some wireless headphones. Like, no, don't, don't, don't give think... me wireless headphones. Allow me to use the wireless headphones I already own. Mm. Or let me connect it to a wireless speaker or a sound bar. Shit like yeah. that. Like, don't, like, I, I'm very weird with audio. I, I started using monitoring headphones and I could kind of never go back because I like, yeah. you know, I, I like hearing when I play shooting games. I like hearing the uh, the footsteps of the people around me when I play games like Persona and I where games with these. I like when I play Dragon Quest or when I play Persona or play Final Fantasy and I play games with these big orchestral scores for the OST. I like hearing all of the instruments involved. Yeah. I don't get that because the audio situation that I have to work with won't allow me to use it with the switch. And that's kind of a letdown seeing as how it was a $300 system. But I actually would do want to ask you, Chris, how much yeah. you think a beefed up version would be? Well, like if you have the switch at 300 switch was at 300 and the light at 200, probably 400. They'd probably keep it, keep it at a, like four hundred price tag, maybe four fifty. Now, my last question. It, but I can tell you this: it will not be as expensive. It, it will not be as expensive as a PS Five and an Xbox Series uh, X. We just, we still don't know the price though. I know, but I'm saying it will not be as expensive as those. Yeah, because I guess I guess if Nintendo, I guess Nintendo does realize that they're probably not going to put out a new cop excuse me, a new console to compete with the, the new gen consoles rather yeah. than just putting up a beefed up switch, which honestly, 
The Switch, now that I think about the it. Switch easily has another seven years in it. You know, it's funny now that I think about it. I'm thinking about the 3DS because the 3DS had the 3DS, the regular one. Mm-hmm. Then there was the XL, mm-hmm. um, and then they came out with a 2DS, right? Which had all the abilities to play a 3DS game, just without the 3D feature. Um, because it gave some people headaches or they just wanted to give it to kids and it was a, a bit sturdier as well. Um, and then they came out with the new 3DS XL, right. which had a, a beefier hard drive or like hardware mm-hmm. and had the ability to use um, Amiibos. Right. So it's like, this makes sense. Like this is like Nintendo coming out with a beefed up Switch makes 100% sense if you look back at their previous things. Yes, they are very uh, much so creatures of habit. Yeah, and so it's it's nice to see that it's like, okay, you got the Switch, which is your 3DS, then you get the Switch Lite, which is your 2DS, and now you're getting the new 3DS XL, which is going to be this new Switch XL. Um, if they wanted to do something kind of extraordinary, make the screen just a bit bigger. Just a bit. I don't think like, you could do that. I don't think you could do it, but if they did, I think that'd be kind of cool. You want to know why they won't do it? Because the Joy-Con size will have to get readjusted as well. The Joy-Con size, the dock size, it's going to be heavier. It's going to be more uncomfortable to hold it. All the docks that people have won't work anymore. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I honestly don't think the screen need The screen Mm -hmm. damn near is the size of a fucking phone. It's like six, I think it's six or seven inches. I I think it just eclipses my phone. Like it's a pretty damn it's a pretty damn big screen. Like I well let me ask you this. You already said you would not upgrade to the beefed up switch from your regular switch, right? Mm-hmm. What if you had a switch light? Oh then yeah. Easy. Do you know why? Why? Because I'd want to I'd be able to play it in docked. And I'd be able to play it on a big screen. The fact that if I had a light and I wasn't able to do that, and they'd be like, alright, well, you can get this one or $100 more. You can get the big Mac daddy version. I think that would be. That's think, a really good selling. Point. I think that is a really good because it's like the light. I'm, I'm I'm curious as to like the people who bought a light and maybe a couple, maybe a couple months into the uh, the lifespan of the light. They realize that they actually do have some interest in playing in doc form. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, well, I can't do it, and I don't want to. I, I don't want to upgrade to a switch because we already talked about uh, one of the main reasons to get a regular switch over a light was because of all the shit you'd have to buy to get the same experience. You can't dock it. You still need to buy extra Joy Cons if you wanted to play with other people. You still have mm-hmm. to get a controller if you wanted to play Smash. You have to get a stand to hold it up. All this other stuff. Yeah. And that's why you would get a normal switch. Maybe that's the point we should be taking with the bigger switch. Well, if you get a regular switch, you got to buy an Ethernet adapter. You yeah. know, you got to buy all this other shit. But with the switch XL or, you know, whatever they're going to call it. Uh, it, it comes included. Maybe. So maybe this is maybe this is for a demographic that we didn't even know existed. Because I'm not going to lie, when the Switch Lite first got announced, I thought it was kind of stupid. Yeah. I was like, it's literally half of a Switch. Yeah. But uh, that thing fucking sold. And I know tons of people who not only bought it, but really fucking enjoy it. 
and even might even prefer it over the regular Switch because they don't have to worry about things like uh, breaking a Joy-Con or something like that. Mm. I mean, I don't see how you would break a Joy-Con, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, yeah, so um, you got anything else to say? Um, when's Marvel? When's Marvel? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. If I knew, I would tell you, man. I, I would, I, I would let you know if I knew. But uh, um, I don't, I don't think I have anything left to say. Uh, I'm trying to look at the calendar real quick. Uh, so next time we record, okay, it will be the first. Ooh, and then we get to talk about September releases. We get to talk about September releases. We also record on September 1st, which is the day that the 3000 series NVIDIA cards are supposed to be getting announced. That's exciting. Um, Also, the PlayStation 5 tech demos take place actually two days from now. So we will circle back and cover those next week. But for right now, this has been the in-game grind podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you leave a like comment subscribe follow Mm -hmm. all of that good stuff you can find us everywhere podcasts are available spotify apple Podcasts, anchor all of that good stuff uh we do drop every wednesday between 3 and 5 p.m central time so until next time this has been the in-game grind podcast we'll catch you guys Mm -hmm. on the next one later see ya